right, Sean, let's, let's go ahead and tie up our capes. I got that aerodynamics with our capes. What do you say about calls? That was a close call. Glad we figured it out, though. We're going to be talking about capes, cows, and close calls. Capes, cows, and close calls. That's the one we got. That's it. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Capes, Cows, and Close Calls. My name is Nick. With me always is my co-host and local DC expert, Sean King. What's up everybody? And I'm here proud to introduce our first ever guest star, Christy. Go ahead and say hi, Christy. Woo! Hi everybody. <sighs> Woo! <-hoo. laughs> That was the sound of thundering applause. Shout it sounded like you were just breathing in my ear. Shout out to people in Pennsylvania. <laughs> Woo! PA. <laughs> All right. So, Sean, you know why we're here this week. Yep. Christy knows why we're here this week. We're here this week to talk about Justice League. The movie we've all been waiting for. The grand spectacle of the year. The time where DC is going to finally get it right and give us a movie we'd all walk away loving. But ultimately, maybe not have done it. We'll see as we get into it. But before we do, so before we get into like the movie review, I kind of wanted to talk about Ben Affleck. Okay. And how he may not be Batman anymore. And we kind of touched on this. I think we touched on this our last episode or a couple episodes ago. Or something like that. We might have we might have mentioned it, but it's seeming like more than ever now he's he's kind of done, especially after Justice League. So what do you think? Well, actually, more so, my question to you is: so if if this is it for him, or if he if he wants to exit, right? What do you think would be the best way to do that? That's tough. Um, so I mean, he's played this role only twice, right? And it seems like they've kind of established a DC universe that they got going on now that they're going to build upon. And it's going to be weird to just re recast them. And the reboot would also seem to be very weird. Um, I know. Yeah. I mean, I've read things that he wants to leave the character gracefully. I think is the word choice that he right. used. Right. That, that is what he said. And that's, I guess that's what I'm wondering. Like, how does he, how does he exit gracefully? Christy, what do you think about Ben Affleck as Batman? I thought he was okay, but I think it'll be weird if you switch him all of a sudden after they establish characters. There you go. Get closer to the microphone. Don't <laughs> be afraid. Okay. It, so, Christy, a lot of people have said that this has been their favorite Batman or one of the best Batman so far, right? The last Batman we really, the big Batman was Christian Bale. Did you watch the Dark Knight trilogy? Yeah, I like him better than Christian Bale. Do you? I don't really like okay. Christian Bale, though. Fair so the rumor is that I'm Jake there, right Gyllenhaal. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, yeah. We've talked Christian about Bale wasn't the. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't the best Batman. I don't think he that was. That was the best Batman movie. It was. But he wasn't the best Batman. Yeah, the movies were good, but I didn't think he was that great. Yeah, true. So the rumor is that Jake Gyllenhaal might be taking over. I saw that. Batman. I saw that too. Yeah. And uh, which. 
I don't know. I like I never imagined him as as Batman. No, I haven't either. I don't know if I could. I think he'd be okay, but that's just a huge transition going from one to another. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But you know, we said the same thing about Ben Affleck when he first got cast as Batman. We all were like, uh, I don't know if he could do it. He used to be Daredevil. But, I mean, he pulled it off. <laughs> he could pull it off. Yeah. So what I was thinking was if. So the universe has been set up so that basically we know that Ben Affleck's Batman has been Batman for like over 20 years now, right? He's he's an older Batman. He's a grizzled Batman. Mm-hmm. And we know from BVS that there is a dead Robin in this universe, probably Jason Todd, which means that if Jason Todd has died in this universe, it means he's already had one Robin, which would be Dick Grayson. We could assume that Dick Grayson is somewhere being Nightwing. So what do you think? I don't if know Jake if it's Gyllenhaal, safe to assume all of that. Uh, okay, they well like let's say we're assuming it. They do, and we're gonna get into that later. But let's 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 just assume that for right now. What would you think about if Jake Gyllenhaal was Nightwing and he just took over as Batman? It's an interesting idea because that's the way I could picture it. Yeah, no, they could definitely they could write it that way. Um, yeah. I mean, it's tough to if Ben say. Affleck wants to exit gracefully, yeah, that's like a, that's he could gracefully smooth. hand over the mantle. Mm-hmm. There would at least have to be one more movie, though. Like, they couldn't end it like this, and then he comes back. He's like, oh, yeah, I've been Nightwing this whole time. Now I'm going to be Batman. Yeah, I agree. I mean, they definitely have to do some hinting and alluding to him, but I don't know. But the thing is, too, after, like, a movie, would anybody even care? I guess regular people. So, like, Christy, would you care if, if they just switched them out? Yes. Like, me and Sean would care because we're nerds, but... Yeah, I would care. That always makes would me you? angry. Okay. <laughs> Keep the same Batman, damn it. Yeah, that's how I feel. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, but, yeah. Any, any other thoughts on that? Yeah. You know, the only way I could see them... I could see him going back in time, right, with his Batman. Like, Jake Gyllenhaal could play the same version of Batman, but a younger version of him. That's true. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, too, that they, you know, they've talked about the Flashpoint movie, and as you know, in Flashpoint, Batman is the older, or Batman is Thomas Wayne, Bruce Wayne's father. So Flashpoint could reset the whole thing, and then we could just get a younger Batman. That's true, too. Which I, I think we talked about that before. I mean, that's definitely what they can do to revamp Batman's character, get a younger Batman, is they can do the Flashport storyline. But I, um, Justice League had to do extremely well from the do Flashpoint. So we still don't know if it's even going to happen. Yeah, that's true. All right. Well, we're about to get into that right now. We're about to answer all those questions. All right, so we brought Christy along because we know how me and Sean are into comic books and we read them and things like that. And Christy, you don't, right? Nope, nope. My dad does. You just My like the movies? Yeah, I love the movies. She and considers okay. herself a, a Marvel expert, so you better watch out. Yeah, I'm not Uh-oh. a DC expert. You're trying to take yeah. my place here. Yeah. All right. Let's it's going to be the Christy and Sean show after this episode. Wow. <laughs> you yeah, you're bitch. out. I'm, taking, you're the, I'm out. taking the name, though. <laughs> All right, so you ready to dive into this, this Justice League review? Let's do it. I'm I'm excited for this one. I feel like I've been waiting for this one all year. Like, I I was excited for Thor, but this one I feel like is a a bigger bigger moment in in the 
<laughs> history of Capes, Cows, and Close Calls. All right, so I'm going to start off with some box office numbers, right? So opening weekend, Justice League did $96 million. Chrissy, does it sound good or bad to you? It sounds decent. Sounds decent? <laughs> it's pretty bad. So the the estimated budget good. for this movie. It just didn't hit its estimates. Yeah, but look, the estimated budget for this movie was three hundred million dollars. But it also just Justice came out, League. Right? Yeah, but Justice League reportedly did the had the worst opening box office weekend out of all the DC movies, which means Man of Steel did better than it, Wonder Woman did better, Batman versus Superman did better, and Suicide Squad did better. And this is the Justice League had the worst opening. Mm. Yeah, I mean... It doesn't sound so decent now, huh? Yeah, no, it's bad. Um, And honestly, I think if Suicide Squad wasn't so god-awful and if people felt better about Superman versus Batman, it would have done better. But just the movies that, you know, were before this, the only good movie they had was Wonder Woman. I thought that was great. (laughs) <laughs> that's true I like Wonder Woman a lot too but you think like Justice League should have easily easily broke a hundred million dollars for an opening weekend right? <laughs> it was almost <Easily>. there <laughs> it was but it didn't which is crazy like that is beyond crazy but it's because they have such a horrible track record I agree like people you know this is one of those things where, and I mean, it's probably going to build up over time, but I know like, you know, for us, we got like $5 Tuesday movie, right? So people are probably like, I'm not, it's not worth paying the full price for. I'm just going to go see it on $5 Tuesday. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's crazy. All right. But let, let's talk about the movie. So you told me before we started that you missed the first three minutes of the movie. So both of you missed the first three minutes yep. of the movie, right? Mm-hmm. John's somebody it's crazy. Somebody was uh, getting popcorn, so they, they missed more than three minutes, still. Wow. I love wow. popcorn. I'm sorry. Here? I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the first three minutes of the movie, in my opinion, are arguably the worst part of the movie. Good thing we missed it. So We did yeah, it Good thing you did miss it. We heard it. It sucked. So. Christy, do you know about the mustache fiasco? No, Sean's mustache? No. <laughs> no, no, I don't. It is quite a fiasco over there, but yeah, no, not that one. He shaved it finally. It's all right now. It is, you did shave. Look at that. Yeah. You're not so wily anymore. Yeah. I, got, I, got a hair. You, I got a haircut, too. I'm looking good. Nice. Nice. Wait, he's ready for this podcast. So the, oh, I know. For no one to see it, we're just going to talk about his, how good his hair looks. Full description later. John, you know about the mustache fiasco, right? Yeah, it's um, the actor that plays Superman. What's his name? Tom something, right? No, what? Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill. That's what I meant. Sean, I even knew that. Um, had a mustache, and then they were going to CGI it out. Is that the fiasco? <laughs> yes. So they filmed Justice League. He didn't have a mustache. He is. He signed a contract to be the villain in Mission Impossible 6, where in his contract it stated that he needed to have a mustache and that he couldn't shave it. So when they went back to do reshoots for Justice League, he couldn't shave his mustache. Like, 
<laughs> Paramount Pictures would not allow him to shave his mustache, and apparently Warner Brothers lost, and he couldn't shave it. So they spent literally hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars, CGI, CGIing a mustache off of his upper lip. <laughs> Which is insane, because surely it's much easier to put hair on a person than it is to take it off of a person using CGI. But with that being said, so the first like three minutes of this movie, it's basically like camera footage, like iPhone footage of these two kids going up to Superman after he had just saved someone. And they're like recording. They're asking him questions for their podcast. Ha. And um, Superman turns around and he's like answering this question and he's talking about the S on his chest and how it stands for hope and yada yada. And his lip looks ridiculous <laughs> like it is so clearly cgi it is insane it looks terrible i'm gonna look it up right Just, now jesus it's so bad it's so bad and like that put me on the path of just staring at his upper lip lip for the entire movie <laughs> were you able so rough. were you able to notice any other parts oh yes very clearly Cause I want to say when this though, I've f- noticed this. So we saw it in 3D. Oof. And I feel like when you watch 3D, the quality to a point goes down. Oh yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I definitely yeah. didn't notice the the whole mustache thing for the whole movie, which I is probably did. a good thing. Really? Oh, it's definitely a good thing because it was very distracting. <laughs> like I literally. So I, I went to see it with my girl, and I literally turned to her, and I'm like, I wanted to see if she noticed it, but she didn't know about the story. And I was like, that's ridiculous. And she heard me say something. She's like, what did you say? I was like, nothing. I'll just I'll tell you after the movie. And I told her, and I was like, I didn't want to tell you because I didn't want you to be distracted by it because I was distracted by it. Mm. But, yeah, it's it's awful. So that's basically the first three minutes of the movie. And then the scene with Batman chasing down the the guy on the roof. Mm-hmm. Comes in, comes into play. Okay. Yep. That's uh. I think I like the way it. it started with me better. Yeah, your your opening scene was definitely better uh-huh. than the than the whole mustache debacle. It was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so, dude, I never get tired of seeing Batman in live action. Like as I was watching an opening scene, I'm like, I know you're the only person in this in this movie that doesn't actually have superpowers and in some aspects that makes you the least exciting to see in live action but i never get tired of seeing batman in live action yeah he was great he was really good yeah swinging from roof to roof and it's just ah so good Mm -hmm. so good yeah i mean you know batman's my favorite character so every time i see him i got a smile on my face i'm like hell yeah let's do it Mm mm-hmm Sure, I feel sure. like before we, so, we hit this other topic here real quick, I just got to know, yeah. did you like the movie? So, the truth is, this movie is by no means perfect. There's a lot of flaws to it. But I did enjoy the movie. Okay. I had a lot of fun good. watching it. I, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot too. Christy? Yeah, I liked it. It was good. So overall, we all agree. It was a good movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree with you. There was, there was some you know things that were not perfect. Um, uh, yeah, there was there was quite a few like goofy things, but I I had like the biggest thing is that I I just had fun watching it like mm-hmm. 
the the kid in me was just like, this is the Justice League. Like, these are the cartoons I grew up watching, and we talked about that. Like, to see it in live action, I was just like, this is this is incredible. Yeah, and I like seeing them all pull together. Yeah. Did you uh, did you like it better than Superman versus Batman? Oh, way better. Hands down. And I know, Christy, you didn't see that one. Nope. Did you like it better than Wonder Woman? Nope. Nope. No, Wonder I like Woman Wonder holds, Woman more. What's the top? All right. I will agree that Wonder Woman was a better movie, but I enjoyed watching this more than Wonder Woman. That's kind of how I feel better about it, too. Wonder Woman was a better movie, but I had way more fun watching this movie. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, this yeah, this yeah. is hands down my favorite DC movie. Well, at least of the current DC universe or whatever. Speaking of Wonder Woman, though, her first action scene was phenomenal. Christy, I know you're a big Wonder Woman fan. When she was in the bank stopping the bank robbers, mm-hmm. were you, was it Goosebumps? Goosebumps? Almost. Not quite, but it was really good. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's gonna be the extent of her comments for the for the entire show. <laughs> it was good. I liked it. It was good. I never listened to it. I before. liked it. Yeah. It's all right. I think Don't it, worry. I think it was a very cool scene. I liked um, the scene where she's deflecting all the bolts from hitting like the crowd of people. Yeah, that was really cool. Like, it was cool, yeah. and then it was almost kind of funny. Like, oh my god, look at her go! <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it was. But yeah, I mean the overall fight scene there was was pretty awesome. For sure, for sure. So, and then we get Wonder Woman, and I'm gonna skip ahead, skip ahead a little bit because we're not gonna do like a a real you know summary or breakdown of the entire movie. But we also get Wonder Woman, and she tells us about like the story of of Steppen Steppenwolf Steppenwolf, which we're also gonna talk about. But in the story. When she was talking about how there was a war and there was the Atlanteans and the Amazons, we saw some lanterns. Mm-hmm. We saw a Green Lantern. And nobody thought he was going to be in the movie, but he was for like 30 seconds. <laughs> Take that. No, so I thought it was for sure that he was going to be in the movie. Like, didn't they say that was going to be in a movie? But we didn't know which lantern and how big of a part. Well, yeah, that was the rumor. They said he was going to make an appearance, and I guess that's what it was. That was the appearance. Although, so I'm pretty sure there were two lanterns because she literally said lanterns, and we saw one fly by with the cape, which I think was the first Green Lantern, and then we saw a lantern that was killed. Did you notice that? I didn't notice that. I was reading an article later about that. I didn't see the first one. But I didn't see the first lantern. I just yeah, saw he, the he one get by. killed, and like part of me was like, "Come on, Atlanta could have put up a little bit more of a fight than that." Yeah, they they did make him seem like he went down pretty easily. Yeah. Yeah, but I was still like, I was like, that that just excited me to know like, yes, they they at least alluded to it. Like we're gonna see some lanterns again, so that was pretty exciting. Dude, I love seeing the Amazons fight. Like. I feel like they're doing a really good job with like making the Amazons look like real warriors. Like because whenever they're on scene, like I feel like they just as a whole, like as a group, just steal the scene. The War on the Beach and the Wonder Woman movie was great and like this one when Stephen Wolf shows up, like 
was also when they're really keeping good. the mother box away. That was awesome with the horses and everything, yeah, and they, they're like throwing yeah. her around. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. this is stuff. They work as like a team unit, like they just could read each other's minds and go from there. Oh, it's great. You know they get real like female bodybuilders to play those Amazons. Oh, I could tell those six <laughs> packs. I was like, damn. Yeah, they're they're enormous. When she caught that like huge uh, slab that was falling down to let the girl run through. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, the Amazons, like I said, I think they they steal the scene whenever whenever they're <laughs> mm-hmm. on camera or whatever. Tell your dog to shut up. <laughs> no. Anyway. <laughs> So, standout characters to you, and what characters do you feel like kind of fell by the wayside? I'm going to let you lead, because I already have my answer. Standout characters. Um, Superman, because when he came back, dude. That was the feels. That was like, I got goosebumps. Yeah. Especially when that scene where, like, the Justice League were, like, you know, looking at him, like, uh uh-oh. And like, yeah. mm-hmm. do you, and do you like the way they resurrected him? Um, so I feel like that's that's something I wanted to get into too. Um, I had mixed feelings on it. I was actually sitting there trying to debate to myself if I thought that Batman bringing him back that way was out of place for Batman's character. Um, yeah, and I don't so, know. Like, I don't know if I feel like that's something Batman would actually do. No, I don't. I don't think it would be. Batman's not the type of person to bring somebody back to life. You know, it's a, in all honesty, one of the biggest flaws of this movie is that it seemed to ignore everything that happened in every previous DC movie. Like, all of a sudden, like, Batman goes from hating Superman, from it being a 1% chance that he may be a threat, we gotta take it as an absolute certainty, so I gotta stab him through the heart with kryptonite, all the way to... Superman was the only beacon of hope for the world, and if there's a 1% chance we can bring him back to life, we got to do it. Did you see the parallels there? Insane. Yeah, but I kind of feel like that's how Batman versus Superman ended, was with Batman realizing that he was wrong about yeah. Superman, that Superman is a beacon of the hope, that without Superman, like, I mean, the world's screwed. I mean, that's, that was the whole reason they were getting attacked, was because... There's no real threat because Superman's not there anymore. And I think through this movie, like, it just kept hinting at it. Like, with Superman gone, blah, 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 we need him. Yeah, so I I got the big switch. I got it. I I just didn't buy it. I was like, really? I mean, I I get they needed it for this plot of this movie, but it, it just seems like a real quick turnaround to me. Because what was this set after? Wasn't this like a year after or so? I don't know if they actually ever said the time. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember if they specified or not how long it's been. I remember because I was wondering that too. Because when they actually like you know got Superman's body and like they just showed his hand first, and I was like wondering like I mean how long has it been? Has he decayed? Does it take longer for Superman to decay? Like I was thinking the same like, thing, and that's smells. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was my thing behind it too. I was like, you know what? He is Superman, so he probably would decay. It'd probably take him so much longer to decay than it would a normal human being. Mm-hmm. Also, so at the end of Batman versus Superman, when the when the dirt flew off the casket, I guess that just meant nothing because nope, yeah, nothing. Yeah, yeah, because they used the 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 pit mother box water to like bring him back, and it's like, well, okay, so because I 
what I thought was that he was going to just kind of come back on his own. Maybe they open up the casket and he, like, gets some sunlight, you know what I mean? And it kind of rejuvenates him or whatever. That's how I thought they were going to write it, too. Um, Honestly, that's... I feel like there's there's two inconsistencies, and that's one of them, is the fact that the the dirt raised and that didn't mean anything. Mm -hmm. And in Superman versus Batman, Batman versus Superman, whatever one it is, you see Flash go back in time and talk to Batman. And I thought for sure we were going to see that in this movie. And then they could kind of explain the confusing dream sequence that they had in the movie with the parademons in it. And they didn't do any of that. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Like, they just, it just seems like they completely ignored the previous movies. It was almost like they were just like, you know what? Let's just. And they've, they've kind of said this. Like, Warner Brothers has kind of come out and said this about the DCEU is that. It seems like moving forward, what they're going to do is they're going to make these movies without putting a huge emphasis on continuity, right? Mm. Without putting a huge emphasis on making them all connect in one universe like Marvel does. They're just kind of going to kind of make the movies and then see how well they do on their own. And maybe there'll be some tie-ins to the other ones, but for the most part, they're going to be standalone movies. Which actually, I mean... To a point, it could be smart, and to a point, it's a little disappointing, right? It could be smart because they were built up to this movie so quickly, mm-hmm. and a lot of us thought that was a mistake. So now they can almost fix that, and they can, you know, you know, do origin stories and you know, discover characters on their own, and that that doesn't like eliminate the option of their them coming together and there being a Justice League two movie in the future. But it doesn't have to be like Marvel, where all the movies tie in together. Well, at the end of the credit right. scenes, the odds are we're going to see a character from another movie in it. Like, that doesn't have to happen. I feel like that's, if they throw... Yeah, that's true. I feel like if they throw in an ending scene, though, and it's pointless for the next movie coming, then there's no point of throwing in the ending scene. Yeah, Like, the dirt moving on the casket, like, what... It just meant nothing, and then you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, they had real big plans for this universe, and I think they all kind of fell apart once they realized how terribly they were their movies were doing. Yeah. And then Wonder Woman kind of turned it around for a moment, and now it seems like they're about to be back in the same situation. Mm. But anyway, so Christy, who are your favorite characters in the movie? Who who stood out for you? Who didn't you like? My favorite character was Flash, just because I like those like side characters that have all the little funny bits. Because I like laughing during the movies. Like same thing with Marvel movies. I like the just random characters off to the side. Um, and I really did like Cyborg, but I felt like it was like too mysterious for me. Okay. Who who do you feel like was the weakest? Like who? Like they were all pretty pretty strong characters, but who do you feel like didn't didn't really pull their weight as far as? just kind of really bringing the movie together um i feel like they could have added more about the atlantean guy <laughs> the atlantean guy <laughs> aquaman i don't know yeah aquaman i feel like well you know what added more to be honest it's probably more impressive that you said atlantean guy than you said aquaman so you know well i wasn't sure if he was aquaman or not either i was like okay this guy's from atlantis but like is he aquaman i don't know because he was so mysterious that's true. This movie was full, 
full of mystery for Christy. <laughs> just full of, full of mystery. I'm a Marvel person. No, but that's a good point. Like, if you didn't go in knowing this is going to be Aquaman, I mean, that could be, you know, confusing that if they don't straight up ever say it. They, yeah, they did skip over a lot of origin stories. Do you feel like it would have helped if maybe you had seen an origin movie about each one of these characters before going into it? Or yeah. are you were you okay with just... No, I was okay with it, just, like, seeing how they all pieced together, but um, just, like, a little bit more of background info would be nice. For sure, because, I mean, they kind of basically just rushed through everybody's origin mm -hmm. in Batman versus Superman. They gave, like, the 30-second clip of each character and then kind of moved on. Mm -hmm. I was like, this is who we're bringing together in the next one. Look forward <laughs> to it. Mm -hmm. But, you know, they kind of, like, I mean, they had that scene where... Um, Cyborg and Flash are talking, and, you know, Cyborg's actually like, got struck by lightning, and he's like, oh, you know, pretty much. Like, so they kind of, like, made jokes about the fact that you don't know their origin, but they kind of give you hints yeah, to what I they agree. were. That's true. You saw the I whole like the dad moment thing that they with shared. him, too. You know, his dad's in yeah. prison, and it's kind of motivating his career choices. And That's true. I like the moment that they shared where he's like, so we're both the accidents, huh? And I was like, ah, that is true. Like, they are both, they both got their powers from accidents. Like, Wonder Woman and Superman are both kind of aliens, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, Wonder Woman's from Earth, but she is an alien to humans. Yeah. And then Superman is obviously an alien, and Batman is the only normal human being. Oh, and Aquaman is not a human, and he didn't get his powers from accident. All right. No, so to be honest, as far as, like, the characters go... I didn't hate Aquaman, and I really thought I was going to hate Aquaman, but I didn't hate him. Like, from the trailers, I was just like, ugh, like, really? This is the this is the route they're going? He gave off a real, like, surfer dude like grungy, bro kind of vibe. Yeah, like a grungy Aquaman. Yeah. I was like, ah, I don't, I don't know how I'm going to feel about this. And he, in the trailers, he's, like, surfing parademons and <laughs> shouting out my man, and I'm just like, ugh. <laughs> You know, to be and I was just like, I don't, I don't, I don't know about it. But you know what? Like, in the movie, I didn't hate him. I think he had, like, he definitely didn't have the most moments out of the characters. Mm -hmm. He had a few, but I, his few moments I did really enjoy. Like when he sat on Wonder Woman's uh, lasso of truth by accident, yeah, and he was just was like funny. spouting everything. <laughs> and I'm like, why is he just going off on this tangent like this? And I thought it was the funniest thing. And then he's like, oh, you're sitting on the... I was like, ah, that's great. Mm -hmm. That is phenomenal. See, I like those that parts they that they throw that. in. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I liked Aquaman. I liked the Flash. I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about him. I still don't think he has a very Flash look to him. Like, he, he doesn't look like a Barry Allen to me. No, not at all. But, yeah. But I, I did like him. I liked that he was young. I liked that he was like a young, naive Flash. He wasn't a seasoned Flash. We kind of mentioned it before, but he, he seemed more like a Wally West Flash than a Barry Allen Flash to me. But Yeah, you know, know what? We talked Allen. about that in our, our last episode, and then through this whole movie, every time he was talking, I was like, yeah, he's, they should have just made him Wally West. They should have just made him Wally West. I agree. I know you don't read the comics, but so there's more than one Flash. Mm. Um, the big ones are Barry Allen, and then after Barry Allen, well, it goes Jake Eric, Barry Allen, Wally West, and then Bart Allen are like the big ones. Wally West is a little bit more of like a character that jokes around. Mm. He's not so serious. I felt that, yeah. So it just seemed like it should have been more that version of the Flash versus mm -hmm. Barry Allen. Yeah. 
But I, I did like this version of Flash. I like the 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 kind of student mentor vibe between him and Batman and Batman when Batman like tells him like, "Look, just save one person." And he's like, "Well, what do I do after that?" He's like, "Look, you'll know. Just just one person." And he, like runs in and saves the one guy and he's like, "Oh, okay. That was that wasn't too bad. Let me go save six more." You know, like I was like, "Ah, oh, that's pretty good." I was like, and there was I watched a, that scene. I was like, why isn't Batman just being like, hey, run everybody out? <laughs> you didn't have to say yeah, one person. No, I agree. <laughs> you can just go in, out, do it real quick. You got it. He didn't want to like overload him though, because this kid just like doesn't do superhero stuff yet, really. He just, that's, that's true. That's a good point. He didn't want to overload him. Best Flash moment by far, though, in my opinion, was when Superman came back and the Flash is running at him and Superman like looks that at him and he's like. Eye. Oh shit! He's like he can see me. That is ridiculous. <laughs> and there's even the moment where like Superman's swinging at him, and the Flash is like ducking, and you see him literally try to push Superman, and he's just like, and he like falls back from trying to push him. I was like, that's mm-hmm. that's great. Good job, guys. That was good, a good scene. Good. Yeah. Nah, that's money. That, I, I know I said it earlier, but that, that scene all together, man, that was crazy. And I remember sitting there like thinking, look, I. When like Cyborg's gun came out, and I'm like, please shoot him. I want to see it happen. Shoot him. Oh, I yeah. want to see this like, fight dead. happen. You're dead. <laughs> I want to see him just take everybody talk- out. Yeah, we're gonna get. I, I want to get into that too. The last character really is just. Uh, well, not the last one. The last two. So Cyborg. What do you think? So Cyborg seemed to be the character that really had a true story arc in this entire movie. Which is right because he's like. He's afraid of what he's become. He doesn't know what he is. He talks about how he has an alien language in his mind. Mm-hmm. He obviously is a part of the mother boxes, so he's the only one that can shut it down. Mm-hmm. What did you think of his his overall story? I liked it. You know, I know what I liked about it too is I know in our last episode we did a review of the Justice League comic book, and in that comic book they did the same thing. They gave Cyborg an origin and they like tied it all in. So I like that consistency with it. Like, this is a lot like that comic book. Um, and everybody else's, you know, origin is kind of known, but, like, Cyborg's origin is not well known. You know what I mean? So a lot of that's true. A lot of people coming to see this movie um, probably had no idea, like, why is this man half machine? And, you know, this movie explained it for you. Yeah, I only knew Cyborg because of, like, the little action figures my little brother had and Teen Titans, like, the cartoon. <laughs> so... When I saw him, I was like, yeah, Cyborg. That's true. I mean, the Teen Titans cartoon is probably where most people have seen him from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. Because he, he's not very big in any Justice League um, cartoons or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It's mostly Teen Titans. With that being said, there were a few moments where his CGI looked a little rough. Yeah. Just go see it in uh, 3D. You won't even notice. Oh, true. Yeah, I couldn't even the imagine. Lighting. Yeah, there there was a few scenes where I'm just like, ugh. But it, they were smart about it. They put a sweater on him for like a good chunk of the movie. I was like, that's that's probably the best thing you could have did because, I mean, some scenes it looks good, and other scenes it's just like night and day. Like, what happened? Like, did you guys spend all the money on Superman's mustache or like what? <laughs> because, Jesus. Um, the only character, you know what's funny, is that I think out of all the characters, Batman was my least favorite. Oh, you're going to take that, Sean? What? Yeah, he was, he was the my least 
favorite in this movie. I love Batman as a character, but in this movie, like, he just, there was nothing really to him. It almost seemed like Ben Affleck at times was just like, I'm just, I'm here. I'm just saying my lines so I can go home. I think if they were, like, trying to transfer him out, like, even with that scene where Superman, like, squeezed the shit out of him and he was all bruised up, like, I think it was just showing you, like, he's thinking this is, like, maybe coming to an end if that's how they're trying to transition him out i don't know yeah i mean that's a good point did you like the batman humor yeah yeah i liked it i know batman I mean, he didn't have much of it serious but like no his, i mean i think they had the right amount of humor in there for him mm-hmm. yeah he, he didn't have much of it the i'm rich joke kind of fell to the side because we saw that in the trailer right <laughs> but yeah the scene you were talking about where superman like beats him and he's like oh yep i'm pretty sure i'm bleeding there mm-hmm. <laughs> which i just like a superman asked him like do you bleed i'm just like ugh. that that part i did not you I was oh not my a fan god of. that was one of my favorite lines of the whole not movie a, was not a fan i was just like really they just they, they go back to that whatever <laughs> how do you not all like right so we, no no we're not just gonna brush by that no we're, we're no we're going into it now because we've been in and out of it for a while now so let's just go into it. So Superman's resurrected. I knew there's going to be some kind of fight scene between them. Like, it had to happen, right? There had to be internal conflict within the team before the team came together. It's classic superhero team one-on-one. It had to happen. They had to fight first before they came together to fight another foe. So somebody, the other six came together pretty easily. So somebody had to be the one that went against them, and it was Superman. That scene was great. I liked the scene a lot. But that one moment I was just not a fan of. I 110% disagree with you. <laughs> that's probably, that's, that might be my favorite scene in the whole movie. Yeah, when we got out of the movie When he theater, says that? Yeah. I was like, that's I my mean, favorite. Come on, think about it, right? So, I mean, that was such an epic line in Batman versus Superman, right? I mean, I showed it in the previews. Everybody was talking about it. But now you, you got it flipped, right? You got a, a crazed Superman that's about to beat the crap out of, of Batman. Because, um, you know, he remembers just kind of like the negative parts of Batman. And he asks, he's like hardly talked at the, this point. But the one thing he says is, tell me, do you bleed? It's a great scene. <sighs> The scene is, I'm not debating that the scene isn't great. It's a great I just line. Didn't like the, I didn't like the return of the line because I'm like, yes, he bleeds. You already know he's a normal human being. Yeah, that's of co- true. If you really wanted to, you could snap him yes. in half right it, now. It was, like, you know he bleeds. It Come was on. obviously a rhetorical question. I, I agree with you there. Yeah. He wasn't supposed to answer the question. <laughs> yeah, I think he was just trying to get to him. I don't know. It just, it just came off a little cheesy to me. But Superman was more cheesy in this one, which he should be. That's what Superman is supposed to be. He's supposed to be cheesy. He is the big blue Boy Scout. He's supposed to stand for truth and justice and all that other good stuff, which he says in the movie. He doesn't say the American way, though, which is interesting. But I guess it makes sense since it's an international movie. Yeah. He says truth and justice. So that works out. But no, the Superman versus... The, the league scene, great. I loved it. Do you think that there should have been more of a fight between Superman and Wonder Woman? Because I personally thought Wonder Woman should have been able to hold herself a little bit more than she did. 
Now, granted, she, she wasn't I, trying to, like, kill Superman. She was trying just to, like, you know, hold him, restrain him. But at the same time, like, I, 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 that scene in the Justice League cartoon when they fight, I mean, Wonder Woman really holds her own. Do you remember that scene? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. in, in the movie, so she lassos him up. Mm-hmm. He just kind of grabs it and swings her around. What else, what else does she do to him? I mean, she's swinging and everything. She tries to do her whole, like, the- um bracelets thing together and she's making the sign for the braces clapping together that's right. what christy's doing <laughs> superman catches it before she can do it wonder woman headbutts oh Superman's. yeah you know what i did like that actually yeah yeah she headbutted him and he headbutts it. Yeah. oh okay yeah it's coming back to me now yeah you're right he headbutted she headbutted him he headbutted and then, her right like, back he floated and then he, like, her in the air and then just like and then like headbutted into the ground yeah, yeah that was pretty intense i was like that was pretty that's pretty good well, I mean, I guess it makes sense, right? Because it was a restrained Wonder Woman versus kind of an unrestrained Superman. So, yeah. True. And in, in realism, Wonder Woman could it, like if they both just went crazy and fought each other, like Superman is still going to win that fight. Yeah. Wonder I mean, Woman's going to put up a good fight, but Superman's still going to come out on top. So, I guess it made sense. If, if anything, I feel like Aquaman probably should have did a little bit more than what he did. Yeah. Because he didn't really do anything. No. It's because he's overrated. <laughs> he's he a bro. Overrated. He's a wow. bro. Wow. Yeah, he's he probably went back to his aqua frat <laughs> <laughs> after the movie was over. So. But yeah, I feel like if anything, he probably should have did a little bit more. Do you feel like they did Aquaman justice? Like as far as like his strength and abilities go? Yeah. Because he had the one scene where he, like, jumped out and he, like, did the triton and then, he, like, stopped the water. Yeah. I feel like they could have did he, more. I feel like they're, like, not showing his full potential yet. Definitely. Because, I mean, the whole point of this new, like, you know, look to Aquaman and stuff was to make him not a joke anymore. Like, the whole idea. Which I think they did a, a pretty okay job besides, you know, him being, like, a bro, but... Other than that, it was all right. Like I said, I didn't hate him. I hated him in the trailers. I didn't hate him in the movie. So, But I feel as far as strength and abilities, I don't feel like they left anything out, right? I mean, he's strong. He's a skilled fighter. Um, he doesn't do the whole mystic arts thing like some of the other Atlanteans. So you're not going to really see him do much like throwing water around and stuff. You're going to see him, you know, hand-to-hand combat, and that's what we saw. Mm. Yeah, that's true. So, you know, Jason Momoa stated in, a, in an interview that that was actually the first time Aquaman had been to Atlantis in that movie. I was wondering, because they had that, like, one scene where, like, they had that conversation and, like, she's like, now you come and, like, you're supposed to be here and our leader and everything. And which I thought was weird, because if he doesn't go to Atlantis, what the hell is he doing when he's swimming around the ocean? He's just going. I think he's just drinking with his peeps back on Earth. Yeah. There you, there you go. Hanging out with his whale pals under the sea. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's what he does. I love, did you want to see a shark or something? Because I kind of wanted to see him I call did. a shark or something. Yeah, I wanted to see more like aquatic life. Yeah, yeah. me too. I like you could at least call like an octopus. Like, come on. Anything, anything. <laughs> give, me, give me something. Give me something. They had to hide that mustache, they, though. They, they couldn't. They didn't have enough money. That's true. All all the budget went to that mustache. <laughs> they couldn't pay a shark. 
Jesus. <laughs> but they kept alluding to, like, he can talk to fish and, like, no fish. He even swims past some whales. He didn't say hi or nothing. He just kept going. Yeah. Yeah. What a, what a, what a dick. It would be funny if they did, yeah. like, that, uh, like, they did in that one Justice League animated movie where he's, like, talking to the, um, the lobster when he's drunk. Do you remember that? Tell oh me yeah, so this, uh, Throne of Atlantis. Where he's like, he's like drunk in a bar and he's talking to a lobster in a tank, mm-hmm. and then a guy comes because it's lobsters to eat. Mm-hmm. So a guy comes to like take the lobster to eat, and he's like, "Hey, I'm talking to him," <laughs> and it turns into like this big bar fight where he just doesn't allow them to take the lobster, so he beats up everybody in the bar. It's just a really funny scene. Yeah, I'd like that. That's funny. You're right. That is. Can you imagine they threw that? That'd be pretty comical. Oh, that'd be great. They should definitely put that in the next movie. Speaking of things they shouldn't do in the next movie, the shitty villain. Did you like the villain? No. Because he was pretty shit. That's, I thought he was shitty. Sort of. Let's really get into the, the comic book part of this, right? Uh-oh. So here we go. Let's really, here he let's is. Let's really dig it in here, right? So we have the storyline. I'm going to do it in two seconds here. Ready? So, Steppenwolf was going to come and conquer Earth, and he was going to make it like his home planet using apocalyptic technology, which is the only reference to apocalypse that they said. He gets defeated by human tribes, Atlanteans, and... um, uh, Why am I drawing a blank? Wonder Woman's people. (laughs) Amazon. Amazons. I always want to say Asgardians, and then I'm like, no, that's Thor. Mm-hmm. Um, they defeat him. He leaves. He comes back again when there's no threat. Right? That's the big overall story. So, in the comic book, kind of same idea. He's coming to take over, but he's doing it under Darkseid's, you know, orders. So that's something that kind of bothered me through this whole movie. It was there was zero reference to Darkseid. There wasn't really any reference to Apocalypse. It was just made it He seem... said his name once, didn't he? No, I didn't hear Darkseid even once, the whole thing. I feel like he said his name once, like at the end. Do you remember that? No. But I'm pretty sure they did. Because I, I was sitting here waiting for it. Because that's the they thing that bothered me, is the fact that they put this villain in, and they could have done more with them but all it made seem is like he just goes from planet to planet conquering planets and there's nothing else to him why do you think he kept calling the mother box his mother like do you think his his mom is actually a part of that box Mm, i think like he was saying like his mother as maybe like his leader like he's gonna do whatever that box wants him to no look at you you that's a good point i took it so i was i was thinking about the fact that they all have this whole idea that technology and life is like one and the same. You remember that? Because they made a, in Young Justice, they made a huge thing to that with like the sphere. Do you remember all that stuff? Yeah. The technology with, and life uh, like is. the new gods of New Genesis yeah. and all that stuff. Which is what they yeah. all are. They're all new gods. They actually said new god. He said new god once. He did say that, movie. yeah. So they did make reference to that. Um. But I kind of felt that's what they were going after with the boxes is like, you know, it's part life too. And maybe he got his abilities, much like Cyborg got his abilities from this box. And that's why it's his mother. Right. Yeah. Well, number one, 
we just got another big CGI villain. Like, it's the same thing we've gotten in every other DC movie so far, right? Just Mm -hmm. some big CGI villain at the end. And it's just kind of like, it wasn't even that great. Like, he, at no point did I feel like he was a real threat to the world. You know, like, he didn't seem menacing. He didn't seem threatening. He just was, he was just a very one-dimensional kind of villain. Like, even his motivations were just kind of stupid. Yeah, he didn't really stand out, like... If you ask me in a couple of years, like, the villain of that movie, like, he's not going to stand out in my head. No, not at all. Like, basically, his motivation was, I tried to take over this world once. I lost. This is the first time I've ever lost. Now I got to come back and do it again. Mm. I think his minions were better than him. What are they called? Parademons. Parademons. There you go. Yeah, I think they were better than him himself. Fair enough. I love Fair the enough. the references they kept making about him, like they're just really big bugs. And like the little girl gets the bug spray. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, was, that was pretty great. Yeah. Doesn't Batman at one point say like these damn insects or something yeah, like something that? Like that. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff, man. So, the, yeah, the villain, I don't know. I, he was whatever. And then not only that, but then Superman comes in and just beats the shit out of him. Yeah, like he's nothing. Yeah, like he was like Stephen oh. Wolf didn't have a chance. Yeah, he's like I'm gonna go save these people. Oh, you guys aren't finished with him. I'll do it. Like, yeah, he does. He okay. literally comes back. He's like, oh, is this guy still giving you problems? Yeah, yeah, like, and just beats him into the ground. Yeah, which yeah, which was extra crazy to me because like obviously like go save the people. And actually, that's something that I generally liked about this movie is that they made a an epic, they made a big point of like where superheroes we save the civilians. That's more important. So mm-hmm. I like that, and I feel like you don't even always see that in, like, Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. Like, they're saving okay. the world, but not the individual people. Right. They're not, like, worried about the people on the battlefield. I mean, that was the whole big issue. I'm getting off track, but with the uh, Age of Ultron fight is all these people got killed and hurt, and you know, they were focusing more on the fight, where they didn't do this in Justice League. Let's get the people out. Um, but I thought that was crazy, because he's like, hold on, I always save these people. And meanwhile, like, Stephen Wolf is just beating the crap out of everybody. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh, no, that was okay. a good scene, and, and like Flash went to save the one family, <laughs> and he he told Superman like I got this one, and Superman's like I, I I'll get the other one. And he sees Superman just flying with a building. Yeah, it's like ah, you show off. <laughs> it's like ah, that's did you, so. Here's my big question for you, Sean. What do you think of this Superman? Because they clear, it's very clear that they are doing everything they can to really do that character justice now right because in the past superman has been doom and gloom and he just hasn't been the hopeful big blue boy scout that we're used to and it seems like they're really trying to correct that issue in this movie do you feel like they're doing a good job of it yeah and it it made him more enjoyable to watch too I mean, actually, I love that scene, too, where he uh, separates the boxes. And before that, he's like, I really don't want to die again. And then he separates the boxes, it explodes, and he's on the ground. He's like, I take it back. I want to die. That was a great scene. And I felt that that was like a classic Superman scene. Yeah, I thought it was funny. I liked that scene. Yeah, like I said, I think they, yeah, they're doing a, a much better job with him. Like I said, when he came in... Like, to me, the best part was, like you said, when he came back and he's just like, this dude's still bothering you. And he's just like, beats the shit out of him. I'm like, that's Superman. That's what he's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. He's supposed to realize that he's stronger than everybody else and just beat him up and 
and just be like, okay, cool. Now we save the world. Let's move on. Let's go save it again. Let's stop the next catastrophe. Like he was cheerful. He was hopeful. And I was a little worried when they resurrected him. I was like, ah, are they about to do this to him again? But the quick change he made, I really liked it. So other than his stupid plasticky looking lip, <laughs> good Superman. I I enjoyed him. I enjoyed him. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's about it for the for the for the movie, right? Yeah, pretty much. Now we got now we got the after credit scenes, which we had two. So they took a page out of Marvel's playbook. You know, they originally said that they weren't gonna do after credit scenes. I know. Guess that changed. But you know, everybody sits and stays there anyways, so they might as well do it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. The first one, I loved it. My nerd heart was pounding. <laughs> I love the after credit scenes. Okay, so you said you only saw one of them, right? Yeah, they literally only yeah. show. Oh, well, you one. watched the second one. And then I watched the second one on like a leaked video online. I only okay. saw one. So, the one you saw is it the same one I saw? The one I was just talking about? Yeah, the Superman versus Flash in a race. Yes, that was great. Yeah, that was great. I love the after scenes. I was like, yes, that's. So, and you know what? That's, so you, uh, that version of the Flash might not be able to be I wanted to ask Christy. So we have a, I feel like we have a definite answer on who would win. But who do you think would win in the race? I don't know. Let's just give a shot in the dark. I feel like Superman would win, but I think it'd be really funny if Flash won. Because he's like, if I won, could I tell everybody? And he just kind of <laughs> laughed at him. So I would want Flash to win, but I feel like superhero or Superman would win. So comic book wise, at least, it's very clear that Flash will win. Oh, okay. Yeah. They did make this Superman very fast. Because, like, okay, in that scene that, like, Superman gave the side eye, Flash was a little bit faster than him. That's the thing, too. He just tripped up. Because he was, like, swinging at him, and Flash was still able to, like, dodge Dodge it. So I feel like Flash is faster, but, uh, I don't know. I feel like Flash is very young with his powers, too. He's like still like a young Flash. That's very true. I mean, he's only going to get you faster. Got a, you got a good eye there, Christy. Yeah. Good job. I remember I used to have this debate when I was younger before I knew a lot about the Flash. And I used to have mm-hmm. the, a debate with my other buddy that was in the, in the comic books. And I used to say it was Superman when he flies. Because I think flying and running would make a difference. Yeah, I feel that's true. But comic book-wise, like... What I know now about the Flash, hands down, it's him. But I don't know. This this movie does the different things. I think it's cool that they left it without answering the question too, because now like, hey, people can come here and have these debates. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Because they'll never answer it. Like they'll yeah. never revisit I was like, that are part. They ever like, answer it? I don't know. <laughs> no, they're not. They're never gonna go back to that. They're just gonna leave it. Leave it up to the public. I wanna but yeah, like Sean said, comic book wise, Flash would hands down win that race. But this version of the Flash, he's younger. He he doesn't seem to have a full grip on his powers, so he might actually lose or it might be a fairly close race. He trips up a lot, but he's fast. He does. He does trip like twice in the movie, <laughs> yeah, doesn't he? Yeah, he trips like three times. All right, so, and then we got the second after credit scene. Christy, why don't you tell us about it? I, I thought you watched you. it. I watched it. She no, didn't he watch watched it. it. I didn't watch oh, it. Oh, I thought you showed it to her. You just no, described it to her? I just described it. 
Gotcha. Gotcha. All right, well, Sean, describe it again. All right. So we got a scene. We're in a prison. We got a prison guard walking up to a cell, yelling for Lex Luthor. Uh, he keeps yelling him, yelling him for him, and then he gets to him, and he turns around, and it's just some other bald guy. It's not Lex Luthor. That's laughing, which, oh, all right. by That's the way, laughing. he had a very Jokerish laugh to me. Maybe a little. And I was like, maybe a little foreshadowing. Yeah, I was like, okay, that's clearly not the Joker, but maybe he got some Joker gas. Maybe question mark. Yeah, if we have so anyway, if we have suicide, um, Joker, I'm not excited about that at all. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I don't like, like him. Um, so it cuts over to a scene of a speedboat, and the speedboat's approaching like a yacht, and then you see what's definitely Deathstroke. Um, come out of the yacht, go and talk to Lex Luthor, and Lex Luthor says something along the lines like, you know, the heroes have, you know, created this league. Don't you think that we should have a league of our own? Roll credits. Man, did that excite you? It excited me. It did excite me. It also confused me, right? So, Christy, I'll let you know, a big thing with the Justice League is the Justice League also faces something called the Injustice League, where all the villains band together. I've heard about them. Um... And seeing like how they're they're you know the future's kind of questionable at this point, and mm-hmm. the they've named so many of the movies they want to do, and a Justice League Two is not even like on the board of things that they're going to be making. Yeah, I feel like they're, they're a lot going, slower than Marvel in their movies coming out. Yeah, and I think they they plan still twenty twenty, right? Do you know how long their plans are? Well, who you talking about DC? Yeah. They did, but I don't. I don't know if they're still still there. The only movie we're guaranteed to see at this point, I think, is the Aquaman movie. Other than that, everything else is kind of up in the air. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's a cool scene. It's exciting. It's also confusing because it could lead to nothing happening. Very true. Very true. But I mean, my thing would be so. I know they're probably not thinking that far ahead, which is crazy because it's like, why would you put this scene? But it seems like they're not sure of the future. Because the thing is, if they do an Injustice League, right? What? So would that be, would the Injustice League be the next villains? Or would they go to Dark Side? Or where do you think that would kind of fall into place? I think it'll be the next villains. Because like I said, they didn't even talk about Dark Side. Yeah. I, I mean, that's, yeah, I guess that's fair. But look, I would love to see Batman and Deathstroke go at it. That'd be great. Yeah, which that was like the original plan for the the standalone Batman movie. He was gonna be the main villain, Ooh. but who knows what's gonna happen? Yeah, I know. But now we don't know if that'll ever happen ever in life. True. All right. True. So, do you have any questions, Not- Christy, about the movie that you, anything you thought was confusing that you want to see if we can kind of debunk? You guys continue talking, and I'll think of questions. Okay. Uh, Fair enough. I mean, I think we're pretty much done, right? Yeah. I mean, I want to. I want to kind of revisit real quick. Um, What were your feelings on the fact that we didn't really see a dark side presence in this movie? Like I said, I could have sworn I remember them saying dark side at one point, but I could be wrong. But, I don't know. I think in the midst of this, 
all I could really focus on was just the team coming together, mm-hmm. and I could care less about the villain. Like, because Stephen Wolf was so forgettable. Like, uh, to be honest, I don't even remember how many scenes he was in. And so, Christy, this movie was originally, the original cut was two hours and 45 minutes. Yep. They cut it down to just under two hours at an hour and 59 minutes. Oh, wow. That's a huge and they're cut. they're definitely part of the movies, part of the movie where you feel like there was definitely another scene there. It's like the scene where they're fighting Superman and then Stephen Wolf just kind of pops up out of nowhere, <laughs> snatches the mother box and like runs away. I'm like, so nobody said nothing. They just, yeah, they just let that shit happen. It was just really fast. And it was like, all right, bye. Yeah. There was really so nothing. Like, okay. Yeah. So he was just very forgettable. Like I, I don't even remember the scenes he was in. All I remember was him catching that rocket with his bare hands, but that's because that's in the trailer, and I keep seeing it. Yeah. <laughs> Other than that, he didn't do anything. So maybe they did that on purpose to make him seem like less of a threat because Darkseid is supposed to be the step up, even though they're from the same planet. Yeah. So maybe that was their intentions, but... And, like, I guess he failed the first time, so maybe he was like, I'm going to try again, and then it was like, no, you still suck. Yeah, pretty and much. It was just the team so. coming together. See, I feel like I would have rather had seen him be more of a struggle because that would have made Darkseid scarier. Yeah, absolutely. Like, well, there's a saying. bigger so, like, bad than this big bad. Like, yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. He he didn't seem like anything because if you you take his mother boxes away from him, like he didn't really do it. He was just a big guy with an axe. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But if they didn't have you know Superman, I, mean? like the, I feel like he would have been more of a threat to them also. Superman he probably just came in and, like, wiped his hands with them. Yeah. That's true. So one more question, yeah, and then we'll get our question. Right. We'll see if Christy has anything after that. I don't have we'll a do question. A I don't have a question. All right, fair enough. <laughs> we kind of talked about it already, but did you feel like it was out of place? Because I, I want to hear your opinion. Did you feel like it was out of place for Batman to want to bring Superman back that way? Yes. Yeah. I think that's that was my biggest thing in that movie that I wouldn't want to that, see. Yeah, that's not that's not a very Batman thing to do. The way he came Batman back, Batman has lost a lot of people, but he's never wanted he as much as he he's wanted to bring people back to life, he's never done it. Right. Yeah. Um, and the way they brought him back wasn't all that different, right? Like it was just kind of in an incubator thing. It didn't have anything to do with a mother box, but it was in the Fortress of Solitude. But the idea behind the way they brought him back was very much similar to the comic book. It was just who's putting him in, and it was weird that Batman would make that choice. Well, maybe he was thinking he can't do it. He has this new team. Two people are super inexperienced. He can't rely on Aquaman. And, like, I really need this other guy to help me. So That's maybe, true. Just for, like, the fact that the people need... Hope. I mean, yeah. Need help. If you're in this dilemma where it's like bring him back or the whole world, and like it's know. a brand new team, he doesn't know what kind of skills they actually have. With like Flash didn't really have fighting skills. Um, Cyborg was still figuring out what the heck was going on with everything. Yeah, I think out of the whole situation, the only the only real Batmany thing that he seemed like he did was. There's one scene he's talking to Alfred and he mentions like, or some, I don't remember who he's talking to, but they say something along the lines of like, you know, 
the last thing Superman, one of the last things Superman remembers before he died Is, was that you tried to kill him. Yeah. So what if when he comes back, he just tries to kill you? Mm-hmm. And Batman's kind of like, well, look, I'll gladly pay that price if it means he comes back mm-hmm. and the world gets this hope back. And I was like, okay, that's... That's batman That's very Batman. Yeah, man. yeah. Yeah. I was like, okay, I can see that. That, I was, I like that explanation of it. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. that's a very Batman thing to do. I agree. But other than yeah. that, the rest of it was kind of silly. I was like, no, that's... Oh. Yeah. Close calls time? Yep, I think I think it I think it is. So I I have one and maybe we kind of do two of them here since we have Christy on. Woo! Um, but I wanted I wanted to talk about <laughs> Glad you're excited. I wanted to talk about I always say close calls is my my favorite part of the episode. Oh, okay. So critically Justice League has not ve- done very good so far. It's 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 okay. There are a lot of reviews that are in the middle, but there are also a lot of negative reviews. Way more in the middle and negative reviews than there are positive, right? And as we talked about in the beginning, numbers-wise, it, it's not doing great. Like, it's not doing terribly, but for what it is, for the movie that it is, it should be doing a lot better. Now, BVS did well, but it didn't do as well as they hoped. Suicide Squad did kind of better than what they thought, and so did Wonder Woman. But with this one, it's kind of falling off again. So they're kind of teetering back and forth. Do you think it's time for them to just give it up? Like, do you think DC should just kind of call it and just maybe restart or just kind of re- change focus a little bit? What do, you, what do you think? I'll let you go first. I feel if they restart, it might make it worse i feel like once they've established something they should just keep going and try to make it better um because if people like like wonder woman and stuff or like some of the other movies they might just keep coming back to see if it gets any better i don't know well that's just me personally like if they restart with all new characters and everything and a whole new story i don't know i don't know if i'd like it as much i um I don't want to see them to restart either. Um, Cause I say, so Man of Steel. It was a good movie. It wasn't a great movie, but it was a good movie. It was different than the the Superman that you know we like to see. But they've corrected that now. Um, and I mean, I don't want to get it. There's not a review of that episode. We've talked before about the problems of that movie. But overall, it was a good movie. I'm I'm in the few that liked Batman versus Superman. You know that. Um, and I'm right. also think Suicide Squad was the worst movie I've ever seen. So <laughs> I've decided that every podcast we do, I'm gonna I'm gonna put oh, that in man. there about how bad that movie is and try to get worse and worse. Like I think I started with it; <laughs> it wasn't that bad, and now I just make it sound like it's complete garbage. Um, <laughs> but Wonder Wo- but Wonder Woman was a really good movie, and I think Justice League was also a really good movie. So. In my point of view, they've had two solid movies in a row now. They just need to work on not making movies choppy. Yeah, very choppy. They have to work on that. If they could fix That's true. If they can fix that and kind of keep going where they're going, give it a little bit more of a lighter tone, have the humor elements in the movies now. Because, I mean, 
That's what. That's one of the things that makes it very successful. Cause that's why I like going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I mean, people that are not like super, super into comic books, they like seeing the really funny scenes in there. They don't care so much about the you know comic book detail. Well, they did this differently. They did, they did that differently. Um, yeah. And I mean, and even comic book people enjoy the comedy too. Like I laughed at so many scenes in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like they finally got their formula right. And there's still room for improvement. Oh, there's a lot of room for improvement. Um, yeah. So I don't think they should Do start over. Do you feel over. like tonally it flowed? Because there were moments. So I, I know you know this, Sean, but Chrissy, I don't know if you know this. The movie was originally directed by uh, Zack Snyder, who directed Batman vs. Superman, mm-hmm. who kind of directed all the other ones. And didn't he direct Man vs. Steel? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Um, so he started off directing this movie, and then he had a family tragedy, and mm. Josh Whedon took over as directing. Now, Josh Whedon is the guy who directed the first two Avengers movies. Oh. So I know you, you've mentioned a couple times so far that you mm. like the humor in this movie because it kind of reminded you of, like, the Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I, I guess, I mean, that's... Josh Whedon did take over, so maybe he did kind of throw his little sprinkle of that in there. That's true. But Honestly, it I, does every seem time there was a though, comedic, comedic scene, I thought it was him. Yeah, me too. I'm I'm the same way. And every time there was like like the, a dark or gritty scene, like I'm like, okay, that's clearly Zack Snyder. Like, mm-hmm. but that the the tone of the movie does kind of shift back and forth a lot. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it's kind of choppy, and it's choppy with tone too. Because one moment it'll be like super serious and dark and gritty, and then all of a sudden there's like humor and jokes and quips, and it's like it, it did struggle a little bit with tone, in my opinion. I was but, okay, I was okay with it. There's all the jokes because I got to yeah. Cause I mean, somebody's the humor invading. made up for it. Yes, yeah, I mean somebody's mm-hmm. invading. It's a very serious thing that's happening, right? So the tone's going to have to switch back and forth if you want comedy in there, and at the same time, you want to take it seriously. Mm-hmm. Do you feel either end fell short? No. I know you say you laughed at a lot of jokes. None of the jokes, like, fell flat for you? They, you, they all kind of hit? Yeah, the only jokes that I didn't laugh at were the ones I saw in the previews, and I already know it was going to happen. Like right. the like the arm rich and the scene with the flash where he's on the rooftop, all of y'all just left like I saw that already. So I don't yeah. I don't think it's funny knowing it's about to happen. What, what about the opposite? Like do you feel like there was enough like uh like heart in the movie? Do you feel like did you feel the did you feel the emotions swell or was it just kinda like eh? I feel like they could have did better with that a little bit. Yeah, I would agree. They could have Put more heart into it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So, so you you both think that they should continue on with this current universe? Yes. They shouldn't reset it. They should just keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah. See, the problem too is if they reset, I'm a big believer that if you're gonna reset a universe, you have to wait years. Yeah. Like there's gonna, gotta be probably at least five years. It'll take them forever to get back on track. Because it's weird of like next year we got another another Batman, next year we got yeah. another Superman. Like and it's it's got to be in so much time in between. I feel like DC throws out movies way like it takes them way longer than Marvel. So I think it'd take them like 
10 years to reset. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's been one of their problems is that they're trying to catch up. And it's just like... And they just keep... Dude, yeah. Thor Ragnarok was the 17th Marvel movie. Do you know that? 17. And yeah. it was awesome. That is insane to think that this franchise has done 17 movies all existing within the same like universe, within the same continuity. And the same characters, for the most part. And this was DC's fifth movie. I know. And the majority of the movies have been good. Yeah. I mean, they have a really solid track record. It I is... Iron Man 3 is terrible. They're not all good, uh, but they all have enjoyable moments, at least. Yeah. Right? Like, it's, it's the most successful movie franchise currently. Yeah. More successful than Star Wars, Transformers, The Fast and the Furious, like, all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Crazy. So, I think one of the problems is that, you know, DC, this whole time, has been trying to catch up. And that's why they went from Man of Steel, which was the Superman origin movie, straight into Batman versus Superman. That, mm-hmm. That's ultimately what probably made them make the decision of, you know what, we've seen Batman's origin enough. Let's just throw him in the movie. He's been doing this for a while. Let's go from there. And why they rushed to this Justice League movie when, you know, there's, what, seven of them? Yeah, seven of them. Four out of the seven we haven't even seen movies for. Mm-hmm, exactly. Isn't there six? No, there's seven. There's seven including Superman. Right? Yeah. Wonder Woman, The Flash, Batman, Aquaman, Cyborg. Oh, I guess there is six. Weren't all the posters saying Unite the Seven? Yeah, they stopped that. Oh. oh. Maybe that was in the hour they cut out. That's why Maybe. I said, uh, I think originally Green Lantern was going to have a bigger role, and that would have been mm. Unite the Seven. Right. But they didn't go that route. But again, they would have had to introduce somebody completely foreign to this universe already and try to work in an origin story for him, too. Yeah, I feel like Or they could have just threw much. him in. Yeah. Yeah, they could have just threw him in and assumed people just was just going to be like, okay, cool. Like, they were just fighting, and he was like, hey, I'm here to help. All right, bye now. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think this, this, this franchise could be as successful as Marvel if they had put as much time into it as Marvel has? I feel like... Because, again, we're 17 Marvel movies in. We're, like, 10 years... No. Sorry. We're... Yeah. We're nine years in because the first Iron Man came out in 2008. Like, that, you know, that's nine years of build-up, like, mm-hmm. that they've worked to. DC tried to do it in, like, three years. Yeah, I feel like they need to spend more time... And they're just not as good as pumping out movies, I don't know, to make yeah. that happen. I mean, like I was saying before uh, in our like preview to this, to the Justice League movie, is I think they could have gone two routes. They could have built it up slowly like Marvel did. Mm-hmm. Or they could have went straight for a Justice League movie and skipped all the movies before. But they did this weird in-between that just didn't make it good because you you knew so much things that happened for so many characters and then other characters you're like now being first introduced to them and that i mean that's not making it as good as the marvel movies now if they went straight justice league and then they did split off and did different characters i think that could have worked 
Like, um, we were maybe 20 minutes into the movie, and they were, like, introducing some characters and, like, what was going on. And I whispered to Denise, Sean's girlfriend, I was like, did I miss a movie? And she goes, uh, let me ask Sean, did she miss a movie? And Sean's like, no. I'm like, okay, so they're just, like, putting them together like this. So, like, at first I was kind of confused. It's like, am I supposed to know more than what's going on or not? Yeah, I mean, as a non-comic book fan, do you do you wish you had more of the comic book background knowledge so you could have pieced that together? Yeah, and like I, I do like I, I know stuff from like what my dad tells me and my little brother tells me. I'm like just growing up with it. I just never read them, but I feel like the movie, like I felt like I was just missing something for some reason. I don't know why. That's fair. That's fair. But so you think it should continue though? Yeah, I think it should continue. I think they should. Yeah, I think they should have did a couple more origins, and then um, just introduced like maybe like one or two more, one or two like new characters, and then they were like, oh, here you go. Yeah. Like even one more origin before this movie. So what do you think? Should they should they reset or should they continue? I think they should just redo it. Not maybe not everything. I I like the idea of a flashpoint movie to reset certain things that have been mistakes which is what they basically did for the comic book universe so so explain what what that entails i was about to say because she's looking like i don't know what the mm, fuck you're talking about i don't know if I some of our listeners might not either do you know what, yeah. do you know what flashpoint is do you want to explain or you want me to explain it it's just like a you explain it so the, the storyline goes that flash runs so they kind of hint to Flash's parents in the movie, right? Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, they say mm-hmm. at one point that Flash's dad is in jail for killing Flash's mom. Yep, yep. That's not really what happened. So there was a villain called Reverse Flash. Same powers as Flash, it's just an evil version. An anti-Flash. Yeah. yeah, that goes back in time and kills his mom, and his dad gets framed for it, essentially. Okay. So the Flashpoint storyline, um, which is a little different, too, but basically Flash goes back to save his mom. Mm-hmm. That, like any other like time traveling movie, has a chain effect that changes everything. Oh, okay. So it sets up like different universes. Yeah, essentially. So like, Flash went and then changed everything, and then like the world was like at war, and then he went back to try to like not save his mom to set things back. But even when he went to set things back, not everything was the same. Okay. That's basically the okay. idea. And so they've talked. If Justice League does a really good job, that they'll make a Flashpoint movie. If they do that. That would be interesting. Yeah, and then the idea that we have here, if they do that, then they can reset everything they've done and they can technically put different characters into the movies and do different origins and stuff like that. I don't think that's a good idea. Well, with that way, they don't have to change everything. Yeah, right? so yeah and they don't they need an recast Batman. really to do it. Yeah. Exactly. That's so true. they could recast certain characters and keep other characters. Like if they wanted to switch out Batman, they could do that. If they wanted to keep Henry Cavill on as Superman, they could do that. That's if they wanted true. to keep Wonder Woman, uh, Gal Gadot on as Wonder Woman, they could do that and switch out certain characters and leave certain characters in the role. That's true. I feel so, yeah. Yeah. I think they should just do it. I think it could really it could cuz if it goes over well, it could really set them off on a much better path than what they've been on so far. But do you think they should do it soon, or do you think they'd, like, 
come out with a couple other movies and then go back and do it. Because I well, feel like, like I said, a Justice I mean, League only... right after a Justice League would be... Yeah. I don't know how The that only would movie do. we know for sure that we're going to get is Aquaman. Like, that's already... If it's not already... I think it's... I want to... Yeah, it's rap production. So they're probably going to go back and do some reshoots. But the initial cut of the movie is done. Yeah. Right? So they're not going to cancel that at all. No matter how bad Justice League does, like, they're not going to cancel that movie. It's, it's still going to come out. Mm-hmm. But after that, we don't know. Okay. So I think if they do the Aquaman movie and then they do the Flashpoint movie, that could serve as Flash's own movie and then as a way to just kind of okay. redo everything. Okay, okay, yeah. I wouldn't like it. Yeah, I feel like once you, like with the origin movies, like I feel like once you have that character, like you feel like bonded. Like I feel like if they did the origins and then they did the Justice League, you'd be like, ah, oh, I love this character because you already know what's going on. And then you enjoy the movie better. Like when Avengers came out, I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> but it's because I had like a background on more of the characters. Right. But they haven't really had the opportunity to do that with this. I know. With, with this. Yeah. Current roster of characters. But I feel like if they reset everything, you would lose your like, your bond with those characters that you already are like, okay, I've seen them in a couple movies. Okay. I mean that's fair. Yeah, I could I could see that. It's already doesn't have the greatest track record. So if you reset it again, then some people might just be like, ugh, like we were just starting to like some of them. Like now we we got a whole new cast again. It's done. Yeah. All right. Is that is that it? Yeah, I think that's it. Yep, yep. I think that's it for this episode. All right. Sean, where can they reach us? Christy, Sean's going to tell us where all of your friends can, can email in and tell us how much they hate it hearing your voice through their headphones. Uh, they love my voice. I sing them to sleep every <laughs> night. I call each one of them. <laughs> 50 of them. I call 50 of my friends every night individually and sing them to sleep. So they can reach and say that they loved or hate your voice because Nick's so damn negative over here. <laughs> at closecallspod at gmail.com. Boom. That's what they can reach us. Email in. Let us know what you thought about Justice League, what you thought about Christy's opinions. Booyah. Loved her if you hated her. <laughs> oh, he Bo- did say that in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> I literally out, out loud say yes when he Same. said that. I was like, booyah. <laughs> when Cyborg said, I was like, yes, thank you. I was wondering the entire movie. I'm like, are they going to have him say booyah? They better have him say booyah. Mm-hmm. And they did. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. <laughs> so with that, I, yeah, that's, that's it for this episode. We'll talk to you guys next week. Christy, say bye. Bye. Booyah. Bye.